Achtung, Achtung, hier ist Alex Wright and you are listening to Chat Grabble and Cheat Pops with JB and Chris Dredd. Enjoy it or I come over and kick your ass. Yes, yes. What is up, wrestling friends and family? It is us. We are back again. Me, JB, the best Chris in wrestling podcasts has been found. Yes. He's back. Uh, Mr. Chris Dredd, how are you, sir? I'm all right, man. I was in an undisclosed location. Um, parts unknown. Parts unknown. Um, had a bout of food poisoning from a dodgy street oyster. Um, but yeah, fucking... Other than that, man, the cheese and wine was fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Enjoyed Mania, but we'll get to that. Fucking, yeah, man, just fucking wrestling, isn't it? It's a mazza. Oh, good old wrestling. <laughs> First and foremost, folks, those that are listening, we hope you are well. We hope you are as fantastic and stupendous as us. Chris is over his bouts of street oysters. Yeah. Like and the street profits, but like worse. A little tidbit from me. This man has been warned before about <laughs> trying fish from strangers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and... I'm surprised I didn't get ill in Cardiff. That yeah, restaurant so was we. fucking <laughs> was ropey as fuck. <laughs> it was an odd restaurant that we went to. It was meant to be a buffet thing, and Chris went straight for the fish, and yeah. we had we just had horrible visions, man. And he didn't get ill, but. The, how many times do you go to the to the well? To the well, it's true, it's true, but you cannot teach a man to not eat fish. I don't know where to go from there. But um, let's yeah. let's talk about Surfshark for a minute, because Domas will be pissed. Yeah, if we don't talk about Surfshark. For and this minute. is not ex-con Dom we're talking about. We're talking about Domas from Surfshark. Yeah, not not our main guy, Dom Mysterio. The second biggest heel in all of wrestling trust me bruv but we'll get to that <laughs> because surfshark would like to extend the offer to you of 83 percent off plus three free months when you sign up to their two-year plan which is a great deal for their vpn and well you know big brother's watching of course bruv. always trying to dig into your shit that's right you don't need yep. it that's right. There ain't no diary chair. It's the different big brother. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I'm saying? So you look after your shit, look after your information, look after your online, uh, you know, persona, um, you know, your details. Don't let them get it. You've got Surfshark. It can protect you. It's got virus protection, uh, you know, and you can browse like you're anywhere in the world. You can be happy when you're on uh, public networks, when you're in an airport or when you're in a fucking library or whatever. I don't know who man goes to the library anymore, but um, you know what I'm saying? Um, whenever you're anywhere, you can have it on any device and you can be protected. And with that, all you need to do is click the link using the code above our heads grapple. It's yep. there. It's there. Put it in. Get yourself a deal. Stay protected. Yes, mate. I'm sure Domas is gassed. Beautiful. So we got a lot to talk about because Chris was away. We didn't 
you know the the main plan and the point was we didn't want to cover WrestleMania without Chris, and rightfully so. I just um I just it, I I loved Mania this year. I thought it was good. People are hanging on day two, bruv. I mean, night one's fantastic. Don't let's yeah yeah like you know everything from the showcase tag team match. Sweet Jesus, what a match that was! Fatal four way tag, and everyone's busting hump in that one. And my star of that one, Angelo Dawkins, man, and Chad Gable, of course, with his stalling German suplex. But Angelo Dawkins wiping out Braun Strowman. Hot damn. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was good, man. It was great, great, great stuff going on. I mean, what else? That it was just it was it was two nights of brilliant WrestleMania stuff. Like we did, you know, I did touch on the indie stuff around it, and I will be crossing into some indie chatter later on because of you know the the news that we on this show broke yep not sap not Meltzer not I don't know who else who else is there that pretends to be a journalist I mean they all pretend to be fucking journalists mate you know what I mean we're just there you know drinking our Capri Suns you know you might be on the Capri Sun I'm on the iced tea like oh, nice we are you know what's cooler than being cool ice cold oh did north london is red does it say on your fucking card <laughs> you can't <laughs> ah! <laughs> i just clocked that <laughs> yep there it was God damn it. Subliminal messaging. <laughs> Subliminal. I told you about all this like pro-Arsenal propaganda there upon the Twitter. And now he's got the pro-Arsenal propaganda on the podcast. It's on a wow. cup. It's not... I couldn't do that. It was on a cup. It's not my fault. It was the cup I grabbed first from the cupboard. Yeah, mate. Nice. No, yeah. that's good. That tickled me, that did. Peach iced tea. What a drink. Nice. Um, so, yeah. We broke a story. We did that, you know, again, not your boys, your, you know, Mark boys, fan boys, pretend journalist, Meltzer sap satin, blah, blah, blah. It was 100% factual as well. Man had dates. Had the date and everything. Um, And are we going? Well, we've got to go, haven't we? <laughs> We have to go. If AEW comes to the UK, we talk a lot of shit about AEW, but it is wrestling. And, you know, if if we can go and see some, you know, some thigh-slapping fun, um, we're, we're going to go and see it, um, you know. On, on, let's, on... Let's, let's, let's hold off on WWE for a minute. Let's stick with AEW. Can they sell out Wembley? If by sell out you mean get ninety thousand people into Wembley Stadium, that's that's my first question. The answer is probably not. Um, the 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 other question would be: Is there aim to sell ninety thousand tickets? Probably not. Um, they'll probably have like a fair bit of it. You know, almost half of it, I would say, would probably be. You know. Uh, tarped off or you know covered for like a yeah. grand entrance thing for like a backstage kind of thing I, I what the question would be is 
what is going to draw at this event. Because I'm seeing some fucking madness from these dickheads, these AEW fans online talking about, oh, it's a UK show. Let's put Simon from What Culture Wrestling on there. They should fucking thumb him in. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. It's I've not seen I've not seen that one, but I will. Bro, Ooh, what a it, shit show! Uh, mate, Who you, said you that? Know. Yeah, pe- people, people have people, said that. You were, what plural? Yeah, people, bro. No. I've seen genuinely. I've seen multiple. How many retweets? What are we saying? Like one, two. Bro, couple, couple retweets. Yeah. You know, couple of JPEGs. You oh, know what I mean? I, I've seen no. it, bro. Online, I've, yeah. Same thing. Same thing. There is one man who could probably put the asses in the seats. We know who that man is. CM Punk. It's 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 Pepsi Phil. Pepsi you know? Phil. It's Pepsi Phil. But the, but this is the this is the issue, right? And I'm not saying he'd sell it out. Absolutely not. <sighs> I think they should count a huge victory if they can get 50k. If they can get 50k. <clears throat> that would be that would be a good shout, yeah. And yeah. to be honest with you, I'm sure there's fifty thousand people in the UK who would go and watch AEW. Um, they're saying that there's twenty five thousand people signed up already for early access tickets. Why bother? I mean, chances are that a lot of them are, are probably buying, you know, multiple tickets. They're probably buying two, you know. So I mean, fifty thousand, I can see them doing, but. That's not going to be, again, that's not on the strength of the booking or the or the, or the the card or anything like that. It's literally going to be AEW's coming to the UK for the first time. They're in Wembley Stadium. Let's go fucking watch it. I mean, that's all the reason you need, really. I, I mean, there are a couple of things, <clears throat> excuse me, that play into this. It is the bank holiday weekend in August. It's carnival weekend. Yeah, see, that's the thing, man. I want to be mash up on a float, you know what I mean? Um, listening to some fucking dance hall, getting daggered or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, um, uh, <laughs> he said he wants to get dagger, dagger in, dagger in. Um, no, 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 no. That's, that's not what you said. That ain't what I said. It come out wrong, fam. Allow me, allow me. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, bank holiday weekend, not an ill carnival. <clears throat> yeah. Um, hopefully the weather's gonna be peng. Yeah, um, London will be chaotic. It will be mad. It will be mad. I mean, we'll be driving, obviously. There's a few few questions I wanted to ask based around this AEW thing. Like yeah. you know, and you've mentioned the names. You've mentioned the names, oh, you know, pack just pack in as many, you know. If I swear to God, if some of these AEW fanboy marks if they had the book, we'd be watching a ten-hour show. Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna put a dark on beforehand and everything? The amount of people they want to put on this show, you know. I'm gonna say this: Will Osprey will not shift tickets. Well, he will be on the show. I can put money on it now. Yeah, likely he'll be on the show, but he is not the draw. He he's not the draw that they need. No, he they they need. You know what? I I I've you got a packet with. You know, super over vets, man. What we're what we're looking at, okay? You Sting, see this man, Goldberg. this man behind me, okay? You can see him. Sting, it's Stinger. Sting, Stinger, yes. Right. So Sting, they've been talking about a retirement match for Sting. Yeah. Now, 
Can you imagine for one second a Sting retirement match in Wembley Stadium if it was announced and promoted properly? Yeah, I it sells a lot. It does well, but I again, I don't think it he, it hits fifty. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I Sting mean, isn't the draw he once was, and I don't really think Sting drew fifty. I mean, he might have done. I mean, the the problem we're going to have, the problem that they're going to have, the collective problem that everyone's going to have, is Tony Khan, um, aka the Snowman, is going to be. It, you know, like snow in farmer, you know, and then there's none of blame. That's fucking Tony Khan, mate. So the problem we're going to have is Tony Khan's going to be taking advice from people around him, like the, the English people around him, like Soraya and people like that, who are going to be saying, oh, I'm English. I know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like they're going to they're, they're going to be in his ear. Yeah. Jericho is going to be in his fucking ear. The elite are going to be in his ear. So the chances of us having a show that is going to not be just a booking shit show where matches mean nothing and there's no build-up and it's literally going to be matches for the sake of matches, that's what we're going to have. Well, your, and... your main event has to be huge. What's, but... the, what's the biggest main event you can book right now? For AEW? Yeah. It would be um, Pepsi Phil coming back and having a match with Kenny Omega and the Bucks and that that whole shenanigan. That is that is that would be That's, a draw. Is that your biggest one? That's got to be. Yeah. I, I mean, who, who else? Not who the world. Not the world champion. What MJF? Well, yeah, the world championship should. Yeah, I mean MJF draw, would be it? on the show for sure, but MJF isn't. And I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. You get what I'm saying? Like my my, my he's my little prince. But you know, at the end of the day. He ain't gonna. He ain't a draw like 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 um. But again, Kenny Omega and the Bucks and that I don't think really are a draw. You know, I I don't I don't I can't see Goldberg going to AEW. I can't see it. They're paying him. He's I mean, going. but I I can't see it, bro. He's he he's not a silly man. He knows that it's it's. I mean, who who would be able to? Get him over there, fucking Shivani. Whoever it doesn't like, you know, you, you get the number, float the offer, give him the money. I, let yeah, him, but I mean, squash, even, let him squash three people before yeah, he loses even, to MJF. Yeah, but that wouldn't. That wouldn't. But no, knowing Tony Khan, he'd be knowing Tony Khan, he'd be squashing, you know, big Cass and you know someone that doesn't need. Mate, there's so much going on at the moment with with AEW being a shit show. You've got. You, you've got Moxley going on his wife's podcast talking about stuff that CM Punk has said. And CM Punk, you know, Tony Khan is a fucking moron because he's letting, again, Moxley, we've spoken about this already. Moxley, we quoted him on the show before about him saying, oh, I don't in even the work syringe here. in the penis episode. Yeah, it was the, yeah. it was the right. syringe in the penis episode. And it was him just talking like, oh, I don't even really work here and all this, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Tony puts the fucking championship on someone who hasn't got a contract. I could have walked just come into out SummerSlam, of, yeah. Yeah, you know, and just come out of alcohol rehab. Um, You know, it's like, fuck's sake, man. You're a fucking moron, mate. You you know, the title should have blatantly gone on. It would CM Punk should have been 
you know, it, I don't, you know, I, I don't, they, they didn't need to have the interim shit going on, but he always has to have the interim shit going on. You know, it's, it, it's a fucking farce. And to think that the Wembley show is going to be anything less than just a mishmash of these are of fucking dream matches. You get what I'm saying? You know, when I give it the old was <clears throat> it forbidden door is it yeah and all mm. that the fucking like, kiss my butt. i'm concerned i'm absolutely concerned that it will be just a a hectic night of matches of again not bringing your crowd down trying to keep them up 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 up, up as high as you can yeah and not pacing the show not doing anything like that like you know you want to pace the show you put you put jade cargill in there yeah you know you put her in a match somewhere and you know, yes, you open her up and then you bring it down a little bit. You know, you give the fans a break. You give them five minutes to watch Cargill squash another wrestler. Like, it can't be the, you know, I'm booking the dream matches and it, you know, they're all going to be 30 minutes of high flying and ladders and tables and God knows what else. It'll be exhausting. It's exhausting just thinking about it. It is exhausting thinking about it. I mean, if MJF don't come out with a Spurs shirt on after Arsenal have won the league, I don't know what is happening. They might be a babyface by then. You can, you never can tell. I mean, they 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 tried to babyface him, didn't they? Right. Or it was Jericho's idea to try and babyface their top fucking hill. He's another guy that is. His fingerprints Sabat- are be- saboteur. He is he is a fucking saboteur because all Careful who'll trademark do, it. Talk about the island of relevancy, right? Jericho is trying to constantly politic and and be in with and working with the people to try and keep himself relevant all the time. And he needs to be reined in, bruv. There needs to be Yeah, fucking cheers, you wankers, <clears throat> fucking goners. Um just a quick one. I was on holiday, obviously, last week. I was in the shop, and they had the radio on, the Arsenal-Liverpool game, and you lot were 2-1 up, and Liverpool had just got a penalty. And I was there in the shop just waiting, and then Liverpool missed the penalty. I was like, "Ah, oh, you fucking wankers. And, like, some old lady just looked at me like, I don't know what I was talking about. This It is exhausting just thinking about the show, but there needs to be... Think of SummerSlam 92, bruv. Okay, we're in different times, but... I mean, that was the British Bulldog versus Brett the Hitman Hart, bruv. How in... in, Do you you put a hometown favourite on last? Do you think you can build that show around a Brit? You should, but who do they have that they can do that with? In their eyes, the hometown favourite is going to be Will Osprey. It's going to be, bruv. And he's like, he's like Marmite, isn't he? Like, it's... It's, it's... Oh, mate, I... <laughs> fucking hell. I'll tell you what, we're going down a bit of a rabbit hole here. But I saw a tweet from Will Osprey, someone asking what to look for. Um, I saw it. Did you see it? Yeah. What to look for in a wrestling school. And the first thing was, like, in background checked instructors or something like that. And it's like... Yeah, it's gotta be gotta be satire, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, if you know, if you know about things that have, we'll just leave it as if you know, you know. If you know, you know, and then you've got Will Osprey talking about fucking people being. It's yeah, it's it's gotta be satire. 
I've done Oprah, but it's fucking. Yeah, we're all about satire on this show. We love a bit of it. Like even some of the worst tweets, we question its satirical notes. And that tweet in itself was like, "You gotta be shitting me." No, honestly, <laughs> you gotta be shitting me, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, in my eyes, you've got to, you've got to try and get into the mind. I know it's difficult, but you've got to get into the mindset of the snowman. And oh, you've got to, I ain't got the. I ain't got the time or the resources. Yeah, yeah. to do it. Another quelong, you'll love me in the morning. Ain't that right, friend? Um, so you you've got you've got to get in the mind of Tony Khan and and them man there to try and think about how what what their idea of a hometown hero is. It, is. is it Soraya? It's. I mean, yes. I mean, it's going to be Soraya. But the thing is. Is she going to be a, a baby face at home? She probably is. Yeah, of course she is. You know, so it's, it's it'd be ridiculous to think that she couldn't, she wouldn't be, and she's being, but currently as a heel right now. So they need to maybe, if if they want to go big, and and then go home on this UK thing, they should probably split up that faction. I would say. They got time. So we, we'll time. we'll revisit. Well, mark that one down because if they if Could, they yeah do it, Let, let's let's leave that as the question yeah and we'll say it and we'll say it here and we'll we'll clip it for purposes as well yeah. maybe a reel maybe something like that yeah but we'll ask the question could Soraya main event all in she she could main event all in if the build up is correct and they do it properly but again it, who would it be against would it be Jade Cargill knocking her off get, get well, I didn't think of that. Do you know what I mean? That might be the way. I, to go. I think it would be more likely to be Jamie Hater, but yeah, or Britt, or Britt Baker. But the thing is, Jamie Hater is a UK talent as well, and she's great. Yeah. It should, which would really lean into that. You know, so that is that the camp? Them, is that the campaign? They'd have them two no. gals scissoring. I reckon main event. Yeah, there we go. That's that's we've just booked the main event for all in. Like, yeah, pay, pay us our checks, Tony. Yeah. That's it. Come on, time. Yeah. I think also something that, you know, thought about quite a bit. You'll also have, you can also base the success of an AEW show in the UK around how the other UK independent shows, much like, you know, the Mania Indies and all that, how much they try and piggyback. So this for me is something that I thought about, and you're exactly correct in doing this. But this could be better. They could do this better than WWE do it for a few reasons. AEW are, in theory, better at letting their talent do independence. So you think that the Saturday could involve AEW talent working some of those indie shows that are usually on in and around a bigger show Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I would say the Friday night. I would. I would say the Friday night. I would say the Saturday night, and I would even say the Sunday on the way home. I would say, if you wanna, it, I don't think there'll Tony... be any show Sunday afterwards. I think the la- I think AEW want to be the last show people go to. Nah, Broxbourne. Um... Nah, they want to do Broxbourne um, <laughs> after on the Sunday. No, I would say. I yeah, would we say could do that. If if they. Because people after a wrestling show still want to go and see a wrestling show, bro. We was in Cardiff 
and we wanted we to go trying, and see, yeah. you know we were trying to get tickets to go and see the what was it the uh icw icw yeah. show if if tony khan does this correctly we should be able to go to independent events around there because he wants to publicize AEW and he wants to get people seeing the talent. Yeah. So even at the independent wrestling shows, a bit of a risk and be... reward deal that is, isn't it? it, it but it's got to be, it's got to be done. I mean, mate. you don't, do you chance your main eventers going not main event show and working no, 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 or just cutting a promo? No, no, no. Yeah. Just cutting a promo, getting involved, jumping in, doing a move on someone. It's a must for Tony Khan to let talent do bits and bobs around the time of that show on independence, like your progresses or whatever, or your fucking um, Rev Pro or whatever, or, oh, you ICW, know. ICW, yeah, all of yeah, those guys. I, all those guys that are most done. likely to run a show yeah, on that August, late August bank holiday weekend. And that's how I think we'll gauge success is who will decide to run a show in you know the Wembley slash London area, and you know who yeah. won't. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they have to. I mean, I would even say that Stevenage would be a shout because it ain't far from London. You can get on a train in twenty minutes. Oh hell! Can you imagine one of them shows on the Friday or Saturday. I I would say it would happen, bro. I what would a say, treat! Yeah, I mean, because the campaign the, the, starts now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, get a show the, on. Yeah, they. I would say it. It would have to be done because you've got your people like your Will Ospreys, and and that who are going to be on the show. Sunset and, skips, and and your sunset skips. You know, you've got your your guys who who do those independents, and there's there's got to be. How does that work? I mean, who reaches out to who to say, look, you know, if, like I say again, if I was Tony Khan, you know, which I'm not. I, I think the been, talent have. Uh some sort of deal where they can negotiate their own independent stuff, but it has to be in line with AEW's timings and policy. Well, so, but this is the thing. UK promoters now should be looking at that weekend and going, right, if they've not already got a show on, let's get one on and mm. let's reach out to these people and because we know they're going to be in the UK. Book them, get them all booked up. Yeah, get get the reach out. Not my my biggest concern is that some unscrupulous asshole will try and do some sort of event where oh we've got big signers here and there, and it'll be as bad as that one in Cardiff. It'll be worse, mate. It'll probably yeah. be worse. Like some idiot. Yeah, will try oh, and money... run one of those silly signings where oh yeah. you know charging people an arm and a bollock to get a signature off of you know I don't know Brett Hart or someone like that. And I mean, bro, what I mean, we could fucking do that. You know, we could run a fucking chat grapple and cheap pops event and fucking try and reach out to these guys and say, look, sit in a chair in front of a table, sell a few T-shirts, MJF, call a few people wankers. They'll love it. Chop Chris, five pounds. Mate, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, we'd make a fucking fortune. But You say that, again, and then, you know, some big fella from Austria comes bowling up and says, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I'm not sure if you want that. I would, I, I, I would... Um, I would politely decline. Um, you paid his five, fiver. You got a. It's five euros, mate. I, oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah, because it's Gunter, isn't it? Yeah. Euros. <laughs> I'll say sorry, mate. I've got no change, bro. Also, you know, as we're sticking on this AEW thing, uh, yeah. return of Jeff Hardy, uh, which is technically Wednesday, Dynamite. It keeps Matt Hardy relevant, which hurts my soul a little bit. 
because I think Matt Hardy has fallen well and truly off. Jeff comes back, gets the big reaction, helps Hook and whoever else from a beat down. I've always liked Jeff Hardy, but when do you, when do you tell him enough's enough? Again, it's... Does he get a title run? Who fucking knows? It's Jeff Hardy, bro. Again, for the UK show, would they have the Hardy boys against someone? Yes, they would. Because it's it's very, you know, the Hardys are in that nostalgia bit. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And wouldn't surprise me if, you know, they contacted Bully and Devon. Like, it really wouldn't at this point. Well, I mean, you know, but Bully, Bully's fully in TNA, I think. Impact Wrestling, he's been Well, doing it doesn't a... matter, does it? Yeah, he's been doing a lot of stuff. Um, with you know, I mean, I mean that's that's pure that's pure fantasy. I think, but yeah, but yeah, the Hardy Boys will have a match, whether it's against the Acclaimed or against the Bucks, probably not the Bucks. You know, the the Ass Boys. I still get it's still weird saying that. Yeah, <laughs> well, saying that they looked as good as they ever have when they took on FTR. They came out to many men and all that. That was like that was almost a star turning sort of moment for them. It didn't work out. Yeah, it was good shit. <laughs> It, it was. Yeah, it could, could it be the Hardys in FTR? I World mean, tag team it, titles. If if they could, um, going to put them in a ladder match, isn't he? I would believe so. Yeah, he, he, you know, I I would put money that we're going to see a Hardy Boys match. Are you happy to see Jeff Hardy back again? I like Jeff, dude. At times, I've liked Matt. I don't know if you can see it back there. I've got my Team Extreme box set of figures there. You got Lita in the middle. You got Matt and Jeff there. It is that nostalgia thing, yeah? Yeah, of course. You know, at that time, you know, you, you can't say that the Hardy Boys weren't a revolutionary tag team. I Again, I enjoyed Broken Matt Hardy. You know, I enjoyed it um, in, in TNA. I did enjoy it. I thought it was well, good. It was, the last, it was the last sort of innovative thing he did, wasn't it, yeah. being Broken Matt? and It was good. You know, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. And then um, it's time to move on, maybe. From that sort of thing, I think Jeff is so lucky to be on his fifth, sixth, seventh chance, and it's it. It's almost a. I, I am going to slight the management because what happens if he fucks up again? You're going to wheel him out again for a pop? Well, the the quick answer is be, yeah, they would be so careful yeah. with this because Jeff is a risk. And it's a risk that has not paid off for a long time. You, you you can go, I mean, fucking hell. It's like, it's much like, and people can, you know, deride me for it and for saying it, it's much like hiring Jake Roberts in the 90s. Mate, I, I can almost imagine AEW thinking it's fucking smart and clever to book Sting versus Jeff Hardy. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, oh, finish the story. Yeah. Yeah, let's... You know, think you know that's creative booking. That is, yeah. Oh, look, that that's long term storytelling. It was, a geezer, it was a geezer that was shit faced. Yeah, and he had to but, get rolled up by Sting because he you could not work me. a match. Yeah, yeah, but you can't tell me that these fuckers wouldn't love that. And now shit. Jeff wants his revenge. Yeah, <laughs> get what I'm saying, bro. As ridiculous as it sounds, oh, that is just a, that is just a wank fest, isn't it? Yeah, like, there are people that would actually ejaculate over that, bro. I am not invested in this uh elite and blackpool combat club thing just not it's not doing it for me i'm also not invested in derby jungle boy 
Um, who's the other one? Sammy Guevara against yeah. MJF. I think it's I think it's pretty shit. Like, yeah. And wrestling, this was your chance. Like, I know it's tough booking MJF because <laughs> MJ, there's a formula to MJF's work, which is so good. And you've now sent out three guys who are pretty shit on the mic <laughs> to try and go up against one of your top mic guys. It's taken three of them. They've had to put three of them against you know, Jungle Boy. Like, man, like his promo was bad. And I like Jungle Boy. I think he's got star potential. But yeah. get him like like they did in the power plant, man. Let him cut promos in a but this is on on the, camera in an empty yeah. room. Yeah, like But who's taking those classes, bro? Nobody. Nobody, bro. They ain't they That's ain't what Jericho any... should be doing. Yeah, but the, but this is the thing. He what he wants to still be there in the limelight in front of the camera. These these MVPs, if they're MVPs, EVPs, whatever, yeah, they should be trying to teach it. I mean, NXT were lucky to have fucking Dusty doing promo class. Yeah, they were. I mean, who who better could you have there? You know, it's you know, I put them in the deep sleep, baby, a deep sleep. Have you know? have <laughs> Phil do it. You know, let him atone for his mistakes. Have him. Do run the promo classes. I'm going to be honest, yeah? As long as you have, as long as Tony Khan has those EVPs in place, CM and, and, and Moxley, who called him fucking what's-his-dick, yeah? You think he was working with that comment? I don't think he was, bruv. I don't think he's that smart. Mm. He ain't, bruv. My, uh, yeah, my, he's working... The marks head was on for that. Yeah, no, nah, he's. I'm sorry, man, he ain't. But you know, as long as you've got, as long as Tony's got, like in the Bucks, Kenny, Moxley, Jericho, CM Punk is now not gonna get a sniff, a look in. He's not gonna get a fair crack. He could. I saw a quote today again from Meltzer. Oh boy, saying something like. The only reason why CM Punk wouldn't come back is if he doesn't want to come back. That was the quote, I believe. Something like that. Well, his friends Dax from FTR said he misses wrestling, he wants to come back. Which goes to show again... Meltzer's full of shit. But it's not Punk that is delaying his return he might be he might be refusing to do one or two things he might say fine come back but you've got to apologize to this locker room you know you've got to humble yourself much like sadio mane has to humble <laughs> himself yeah and he's had to apologize to the entire bayern team for punching his own teammate after yeah. a game sometimes you've got to humble yourself you know and apologize for the good of the team is Punk going to allow someone to break his back and make him humble? No, especially because of all that's been said now as well, because you're going to have Moxley in that there fucking smirking, all fucking smarmy. You're going to have to... Well, eat. You, can, you can do that, but you can cut you can cut your apology promo, you know, and that's what it'll be. Yeah. Right before, you know, and then right after that, it's right, right, you're working in angry Moxley. Right, I've got him. You wait, yeah. you listen to what I've got to say. You know yeah. about him. 
in this promo, calling me what's his dick. Right. Yeah, but but that again, that would that is something if they're gonna have him back, that is something that they've got to start, you know, working with the real. That is what wrestling is, bruv. It is yeah. is it real, is it not? Is it real, is it not? You've got to blur the line sometimes. But it's like they always go for this like worked shoot shit when there's literally fuck all there. But when they've actually got substance and something that they could actually work with, they don't do it. I just, yeah. Like, I mean, we've gone way off base from whether or not they could pull in 50,000 at Wembley, but... But it all but it all ties in, bruv. Of course it does. It all ties in, doesn't it? Because you've got to have that build-up to a show like that. I mean, where are we now? April. So they've got May, June, July. Mid April, yeah. You've got to get through, you know, to August. Yeah. And you've got to have something meaningful, not just a collection of matches which you consider to be dream matches because you're, they're your action figures. Yeah. You know, or it's your computer game. You have to make sure that the fans are invested in these matches and they're not just going to. It's not like the WWF in 1993, the show I went to as a kid where you just cheered and booed whoever, like, who you were sort of told to. Yeah. You know, the main event was Duggan and Yokozuna. <clears throat> yeah. Cracking main event, brilliant stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> Doug, Doug had knocked him off his feet, man. It was, it was great yeah. stuff. Yeah, you've got to get these people invested in what you're doing, you know. And you got to remember, like ITV4 or whatever it is that shows Dynamite. What's the viewers? What's the viewership number? A couple hundred thousand. Well, if that, you know, I, you're not going to get many traveling in from America to come and to come and watch it. Well, you're that's gonna, another. Interesting... I mean, it's likely you'll get some traveling in from <clears throat> Europe. And from yeah, our, you, yeah, I would say you know, so because it's you know it's a thing you know Irish fans are that close to it they're gonna try and get there same thing you know the same thing we had at you know we went to Clash of the Castle you had French fans you had all sorts of with their signs and all that like you know we yeah. bumped into some didn't we on the way to That's the right, yeah yeah oh I just I really think it's uh it's a tough call he's got to he's got to book his ass off he has to he has to show he can take control and not be led too much by others now. Yeah. At this point, you can no longer accept that's not going to work for me, brother. Yeah. You can't have those sort of moments in the build-up. Now you, you take, take control, take charge and say, right, this is my fucking show and we are going to book it. And if it, you know, we live and die on this hill. If it's <laughs> successful, it's my, it's my doing. If it's, if it fails, it's my fault. Do the show, write the best you can. Let's see if we can get to August with some meaningful storylines, not just ladder and cage matches. And, you know, some guy from the Indies that can do eight flips. I mean... And walk the ropes. So it's a 90,000-seater stadium. Surely there, there had to be other days and other... Uh, venues that could have been the O2. There's, there's, there's the O2. There's, there's other places. But there's, there's an some... act of bravado involved. You know, oh, you're of working the O2, is. are you? Well, I'm going to do Wembley. Yeah. You know, I saw, I saw a cracking tweet from, it, it, and it, apparently it wasn't satire. A uh, young man, it might have been a Facebook thing. Yeah, oh, WWE could never. What oh. book Wembley? Are you fucking mad? Yeah. Man, like check your history. Check your history, bro. And that, you know, even even in that like heyday of wrestling with that main event, it's still, 
you know, would have been tough. You to got, you got to remember that there, there were some stories behind those other matches involved. You know, Savage and and Warrior. You know, whose side is Mister Perfect on? Yeah. You know, it was all of that. Like that build up had something to it. You know, it might not seem like a lot now. You know, Brett and David was more who's the better man. You know, who's going to walk out with that championship? I just, yeah, you got to. I mean, even the Undertaker had some sort of story didn't he with was it with kamala yeah 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 like it's you know apart from one of the road warriors coming in on a motorbike drunk as shit like <laughs> yeah that your main attractions had stories to them and not just you know i'm i'm not having that the the bcc and the elite is going to sell out to sell out wembley or even sell a lot of tickets for wembley just not having it no i mean it, it's all going to depend on um Ticket price as well. Um, uh, the biggest rumor is that ticket price will be between thirty pounds, thirty of your English pounds, I've seen and five hundred pounds. Yeah, five hundred pounds. I imagine is sitting on Tony Khan's lap doing Chang. Um, yeah, it will be. And thirty pounds. Oh, it could be uh, in the gods. It will be in the gods, you know. But you've also got to think if you hang tight local community and all that get free tickets to these things so you give away enough tickets like another company used to we compare it to them quite a bit yeah you know the old free tickets you know i think that is also another proviso of wembley that oh yeah communities get tickets yeah um, the the surrounding community community get get tickets so that's another thing but Americans won't necessarily all these fucking neckbeard smarks won't necessarily know that. Um, that a lot of the tickets, you know, they won't be... want to know. That's the other thing. They won't want to listen to that. They'll think that those tickets are bought and paid for when it's likely a lot of these local communities and charities will get free tickets, which is fine. Like, yeah, give them out, well, pack it, out it, the place. It's Go like when it. the football when the football's on, you know, and when like when the lionesses or whatever playing there as well. A lot of the local community were given tickets then. Yeah. That's... Um. You know, so it's it's a thing that happens. Um. But yeah, I mean, we we have spoke a lot about AEW, but for yeah. good reason because, you know, it could be a fucking shit show, complete fucking flop, or it could be all right, or it could be great. I can't see the in ring action being that great. It will be spot fest, spot fest, spot fest. I I think. Chant, but... This is awesome in every match. Mm-hmm. How wonderful. Should we shift gears? Let's shift gears. Let's shift gears. I've got a question for you. I want I want a yes or no answer. And then you can give me your reasonings. Okay. Is Dom Mysterio the number two heel in wrestling right now? Number two to fucking Rhea Ripley, probably. Um, no, no, I mean number two to Roman, of course. Um, the tribal chief is probably in at number one. Oh, of course he is now, especially after the fucking result at WrestleMania, which I thought was fucking amazing. So good. <laughs> um, because all of the fucking panty wetters just fucking completely went off on one. You were bathing um, in, in Mark Tears, were you? I was bathing in Mark Tears. But yeah, I mean, Dom, Dom, is, Dom is a great heel at the moment. He really is. You know, it, it, <laughs> we'll talk about the main event as well, because the way I... I we said stuff. I said the only way that Cody would ever win is if someone gets involved. And I said, Sammy would come back 
and get involved in the match. And that's exactly what happened. And that was the only way that he was ever going to win. And it, that that was the, he came within a fucking Nat's pube of winning oh, yeah. because of, of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I could have, we could have booked it, but yeah, Dom, Dom's great. The, the fact that he came out in a fucking police van. Yeah. And like, we um, were though, we were one of those that said like, should he come out in, you know, in a low rider? And it was probably too easy to predict and having yeah. him come out in a police van. Hilarious. Having Ray come out in a low rider with Snoop, even better. Yeah. You know, pump out Eddie's music for a minute. Yeah. It's one of the coolest matches like you know they could have you know the build the the match itself the entrance is all perfect it's good yeah hell of a match you know bad bunny even sticks his nose in like now obviously bad bunny is not as popular in the uk i'm sure of it like but he is fucking over again like yeah this is smart but this is smart booking from wwe you you've got fucking Bad Bunny getting involved in Don Mysterio's match with Ray, yeah. And where are they going to be at WrestleMania Backlash? Oh, Backlash is uh, is it Puerto San Rico. Juan Puerto Rico? Yeah. Bro. So, are you telling me we're not going to have Don versus Bad Bunny? I think the the match booked is is it the tag match? Is it Ray and Bad Bunny against Dom and Priest? There you go. You know, I mean that is yeah, great stuff. Because again, Bad Bunny was fucking fantastic when he wrestled. Hate on me if you want anyone who's listening. He was fucking good. He put the work in. He was able to do what he was doing. Something you notice, yeah, is that these guys who actually celebrities or these people that want to come in now are realizing, no, I've got to put the work in. I can't just show up, shake a hand or slap someone. Or Yeah, apart from Snoop. But we'll get to that. Snoop had to get involved. And he did that off the cuff, bro. No, um, I mean, I I think Save the segment. Yeah, someone being told directed, him. Yeah, yeah, he was being directed to punch him, but I don't think he was directed to do that people's elbow. He was no, um, you can hear it. Oh, uh, was he? Yeah, you can hear. I think it's the referee, Jessica. Oh, telling him to do the Snoople's yeah. elbow. People's elbow, people's elbow. So <laughs> Snoop then does the greatest running of the ropes we've ever seen. Oh my God, when he hit the ropes. Still better than Alvarez. That's <laughs> right, Alvarez, you suck. Um. Oh man, yeah, brilliant run the ropes, hits him with the elbow, the pin as well. Like, I think even Miz sort of sits up, says, Pin, pin, (laughs) yeah, it's fucking so good. Saved the segment because Shane O'Mac twisted up his quad. And uh, I made a I made a joke, you might have seen it online. (laughs) Uh, uh, dark side, dark side of the rings back, you know, yippee. And they they have an official episode list. Which is just uh, one of them is Sonny and Chris Candido. Like, have have they got an official episode list now? Yeah. Oh, I need to see that, dude. I decided that I would give off the alternative episode list, and it doesn't disappoint. If you're people that enjoy watching the dark side of the ring and all that, we've got the uh, the McMahon quads. You know, <laughs> what was it? What was the other one? It was the um. The McMahon quads. There was my left foot. The Tony Atlas story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if 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 you look it up, please, like, because that's messed up in its own right. Hogan on the bus, which Chris will love. Yeah. Because what does he do on the bus, Chris? Uh, fucking jacking off, brother. <laughs> yeah. And my personal favorite, the Snowman of Jacksonville, which is not Herb Abrams. 
So oh, have you got the episode list there? Jesus. Sonny, Marty Janetti. Bix and Span and crew are really scraping the fucking barrel this time. But again, it, it again, it's anything to throw a bit of dirt at WWE, I think. Isn't yeah. it? Marty Janetti. Does anyone care about Marty's story? Uh, Magnum TA, uh, Abdullah the Butcher, Marty Janetti. I don't know if I can be bothered to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I will watch it. I won't lie to you. I will. I will watch yeah, it. We all yeah. know what happened to Sonny. Yeah, yeah, we all know what she did to Chris. It's fucking, fucking brutal. You know, Marty's fucked up. Abdullah went into wrestling matches with like hepatitis or some shit. Yeah. Magnum TAI gear, I guess. Like, is it a dark side thing? Like, what happened? Like, what was what was so the, the dark? The car crash, yeah. That, yeah, that's but the, yeah. Like, is that like? Oh, that's a, must be a dark side thing. Like, no, he had a he had a, you know, a car crash at the end of his career. Yeah, that's it. You're gonna put that into an hour. You know, Jericho narrating and the great talking heads of the show, like you know, like. Meltzer and you know what they're going to do drafting some more AEW guys who never knew him yeah never knew Candido yeah like just uh, not for me man yeah. and we know they we know they they have form with that so you know the talking heads on other episodes not actually drafting in friends of Chris Canyon yeah just the bucks people they wanted to meet people they wanted to meet people they wanted to promote or people they want to promote themselves. So let's go, let's, you know, off of that tangent, let's go back to Snoop. Save, you know, being in many segments at WrestleMania, saving a massive segment because poor Shane O'Mac busting his quad. I mean, I, I mean, one of the heroes of WrestleMania would got to be the Miz. Oh, he was great, but he's always great. Yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, is MJF a less famous Miz? Yes, at the moment, yeah, he is. I, I mean, we've got to clip that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you just slighted your boy Maxwell. But I think Maxwell knows it as well, though. Possibly. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's not a dumb guy. He's salt of the earth. He knows. He will know this. Did uh, Brock and Omos live up to your expectations? I mean, I didn't expect much. There so, you go. <laughs> you know, it was all right. When you've got, I mean. When you add that visual of Armas next to Brock, you know, Brock's not a small guy. And then you've got someone just towering over him. Yeah. Um, it's great. And I know, you know, WWE love that kind of thing, you know. Land of the giant. Always been the land of the giants, the big Always. man, the horse matches, even on Raw this week, you had Lashley and Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bronson um, Reed. Bronson Reed, yeah. Yeah. And well, everyone is raving about this match. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out. It is it is the big meaty men slapping meat match. So for those who are watching on YouTube at the moment, I am now putting up No Mercy 2006 DVD, which I managed to find. I can't remember where I found it. I think in a CEX for a couple of quid or whatever. Because I do have the network, but I always buy DVDs, WWE ones, when I can, if I don't have them. Now, this is 2006, and you've got Bobby Lashley in a main event, a four-way for the World Heavyweight Championship against King Booker, 
um, Batista and Finley. I mean, 2006, bro, that's like, what, 17 years ago? Yeah, and the you guy know, does, has not aged. It's unbelievable, bro. I mean, steroids, I've, that's got to be an advert for steroids, bro. Take steroids and you will fucking never age. <laughs> Take steroids, look like Bobby Lashley. Do you get what I'm um, saying, bruv? What better? It might not be. It might not be steroids. What could it be? He might be on those Ico Pro Power shakes. Well, he, I mean, he's more likely to be on the fucking Road Warrior shakes than the fucking Ico Pro shakes. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with poor old Sean Mooney. Yeah, I mean, fucking Lashley is a hoss, bro. He's fucking solid, meaty, muscly man. Um, As we say over here, he's a fucking unit. He's a fucking unit. He's a brick <laughs> shit house, as we say. Um, he's an absolute brick shit house. Lashley, I mean, I, I, I still, as I say on most shows, I've got a special place in my heart for Impact Wrestling. TNA allowed Lashley to have a bit of a rejuvenation and rejuvenate yeah. himself and his character and then was able to go back to WWE just as they did, you know, Drew McIntyre. And, you know, I'm getting sick of fucking AEW. I mean, they're talking about Drew McIntyre possibly getting signed to AEW and going to AEW. It's like, I can't We've... think of... If yeah, we've we've already counted this. You know, they think that they're going to get a Scottish warrior. They're going to get one. It's going to be Grado. It'll be Graham. You know what I mean? Mm. It will, yeah. From the I tap mean, end of Stevenson or whatever it is, you know, it will be Grado. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Them pumping out what is it like a prayer and him coming out for possibly a battle royal or something would get a little pop. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it would. I'm just, it, of course, it would. You know, I, I mean, AEW, yeah, I mean, they've got a book Grado for the UK show just for a little fucking, you know, segment or something. Um, but yeah, the, the, to think that the AEW fans think that they're in any way, I can't think of anything least likely to happen than Drew McIntyre signing for AEW. No. Can you think of anything else that is more further from what is actually going to happen, bruv? I don't understand what goes on in these motherfuckers' heads. The guy has just come off of a fantastic freeway match at WrestleMania. Another horse and, match, yeah. You know, and they're thinking, oh, you know, and they just create these narratives. It's, it's of, fantasy. That's you know, it's is. all fantasy, bruv. You know, it's all anything to deride or take away from what was a fantastic weekend of wrestling. Let's get to the main event because this is just comedy. Can I just cover one more thing? Please. Uh, Logan Paul and Seth. And the man in the prime bottle. Bro, and Mr. KSI. He, 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 uh, I watched uh, Botchamania, the, the recent one that's just come out. He, he, KSI had a lyric in one of his tunes that said, you guys are botching, you guys are botching, but I am the table, or something like that, yeah? And he's like, oh, that lyric, no one got it, man. And it's like, that's, <laughs> wrestling fans will get it, dude. Don't worry. Yeah. No need um, to no need to get upset. It was like you man are botching while I am the table or something like that. You know what I mean? Fucking great. Logan Paul is phenomenal. Yeah, Lo Logan Paul, phenomenal. Working with, I mean, arguably one of the best at the moment as well. Um, in Seth. It's on top of his game. Um, you know, and it was it was a great match. Seth it deserves all of the props. 
uh, for working with because you know Logan Paul is green. You know he's not been in the business for that long, so he is going to need rain. He's in being him. led by yeah, you know the best. Been, yeah, he's being led by the best, and you know, but he he's still got to perform. When you look at the matches and who he's been in the ring with, you know he's being led by some of the best of the best. You know he was in there with the Miz and Rey Mysterio. He was in there with you know Roman. Yeah. And there was Seth. He, you know, did a little bit in the rumble, which was probably a lot more difficult. Like I said, in with the in with the best. And but that's because they trust him to to put up his end of the bargain as well. Because if he was a if he was a proper jabroni, he wouldn't would, be working with them. He'd be yeah. He wouldn't. Yeah. You know, he would just be some kind of two bob segment and you know dancing Pat, around with a prime bottle, yeah. Like yeah, you know, Pat Pat McAfee coming back. I didn't enjoy that segment. I didn't enjoy that. I, I I didn't actually enjoy it either, if I'm honest. But you know, people compare Logan Paul to Pat McAfee. Um, I actually think Logan is far superior in the ring. To in the Logan. ring, not yeah. I think Pat is a much better talker. But oh, he, he is a better talker. But you know, is he a talker or a porker? That's the, that's the question. Two types of people in this world. Two types yeah. of people: talkers and porkers. The ones who talk about it and the ones that do it. Let's um, let's let's get to the main event because you know it if one is getting late. Yeah. Like we've both had really long fucking days. Yeah. And let's talk about let's week, talk bro. about Roman. <laughs> let's talk about, you know, how, how he retained, how he upset thousands of people by winning. You know, Cody, I don't think Cody looks worse for losing. No, because it's another aspect another layer to the cake. Yeah, it's another layer to the cake. It's another arc to the story it's another paragraph in the book bruv you know it is if if he would have just walked in and won that well, i mean again i've said this we've said it on previous shows i don't think that cody was ever just going to walk in and beat roman look at the people that roman has fought against and won over the last however many yeah. days let me put the same question to you that i did to mr cactus matt who we thank for stepping in whilst you were off deep sea diving. Has the story always been about Jay? Main winning, event Jay. Beating Roman. Has it always been that part of it? Even through the Sammy stuff. Has it, yeah. Has it always been about Probably. Jay? Probably. But it's just been teetering in the background that other stuff was able to be pushed forward. I mean, we're still waiting for Roman to give the Usos their dressing down for losing the tag titles, which I think could be pretty epic. I, I still, in the back of my mind, I got a funny feeling that Jay could still be the one. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I I wasn't... I Have wasn't... Jay win money in the bank, man. Have him do it. <laughs> oh, mate. That would be, that would be great, wouldn't it? There's your, there's your, uh, the, yeah. You want the extra layers to the cake. There's the sprinkles. Realistically, where, yeah, when, when's, you know, when's Roman going to lose it? WrestleMania forty. He's gonna. I think they're gonna break a thousand days. I don't remember when that is, but I think it's like June, maybe. Okay. And from then, <clears throat> you do think SummerSlam. You don't probably think Royal Rumble. You think WrestleMania next after that. Yeah, it's got to be the 40. big four zero. Having Jay or Jimmy win money in the bank and have Roman say, well, go on then. You're going to cash it in now, are you? Like, or he sends him to NXT and says, go on, cash in on, you know, Carmelo Hayes. 
Yeah. <laughs> like Roman's the chief. Roman runs the runs the ship. Calling the shots. Yeah. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of layers to add to that. And that's that's your storytelling. That's your that's your build. Because I mean I SummerSlam will probably be built better than all in. My opinion. Oh, oh 100%. <laughs> so where does that take us? Does that take us to the end? Does that take us to say thank you to all the wonderful people that stick around and listen to us chat shit for an hour and a bit? I would I would say so. Um, yeah. You know, we're grateful for every single ear that is on us, every eyeball that is on us. We have to be especially grateful to the people of Australia. You good people. You keep us in your charts. Why? Ireland, you slacked. You let us down. Only for a week or two. Yeah. And something else I need to do is I need to, because I was looking and I was trying to check analytics and all that stuff because, you know, deep down we're just a couple of geeks. Holy shit, India. You lot. Sweet Lord. (laughs) You watch a a lot of our shit. I mean, how much of that is VPNs, bro? Do you reckon? Probably not that many. Yeah. Which is why you should check out Surfshark. Exactly. Segway, segway, segway. <laughs> Hit that code above our heads if you're watching. Use the code GRAPPLE for 83% off in three free months when you buy the two-year plan and keep your shit covered. Don't let them dig in. Don't let them look at you. Don't let them steal your data, steal your card info, do any of that right. stuff. If you are watching, hit the subscribe button. You don't need notifications. Of course you don't. You, you know, We'll tell you when we're on. Do it. Enjoy it. Slap the bell. Tickle the bell. Whatever you got to do. Batter. Butter. Not batter. You know, I'll say batter Chris's fish if you want, but you butter his batter pastip as well. Butter my parsnip. Yeah, don't batter his fish. He's, he's off fish for a bit. Yeah. Double um, them dodgy oysters. If you are listening, please check us out. You know, hit the five-star review thing. Even leave us a little message, you know, in that review. If Even if it's something like, you know, I'm going to batter Chris's fish. We're yeah, always grateful. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're super grateful for anyone that listens and keeps us in charts and downloads and just all of that stuff. Chris, do you have the energy to tell them where they can find us? You can find us on... Podbean, Spotify, Deezer, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, every single podcast platform available, we are on there. You'll be able to Google us and find us anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. And also, obviously, on YouTube, <coughs> where you yes. possibly are watching us right now. These wonderful faces. Yes. Angelic, if you will. That's right. If all of that is not enough for you and you want more of us chris and jb like you know if you want more of us sweet lord you must be crazy just underneath us here on the video of course at chat grapple pops instagram facebook and twitter social media crazy we are god we we done half chat some shit on there as well oh it's fantastic though great interactions lovely you know it's just you know you watch wrestling you want to chat wrestling and you want to have a laugh ultimately as well because that's what we do quite a lot of the time we like to have a laugh get on the social media at chat grapple pops twitter instagram on the facebook and um yeah let's have a let's have a chat let's have a chat 
and yeah, keep the keep the opinions coming. One personal shout out from me for to everyone that wished me a happy birthday last week. That was super cool. I had a really nice birthday and I gotta be honest, I got a gift of all gifts. You know, Chris saw the gift. My beautiful wife got me an LWO t shirt. Like uh Gianni Infantino in his infamous speech, today I feel Latino. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Your mama seat, I hooked you up. Oh yeah, <laughs> mammy. That's all right. She can call me Dom Dom. I don't care. <laughs> so, with that, we say thank you. Keep sticking around. Keep listening. Keep watching. I am JB, the man sitting next to me, the best Chris in all of wrestling podcasts, Mister Chris Dread. He's doing the dance. He's doing the thing. Doing the music. Thank you so much. We appreciate you all. We will see you next time. Take care, everyone.